Good evening, good evening, good evening. Well, the sun isn't shining, the birds aren't chirping, but you are still breathing. This evening is Monday, November the 14th, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, grizzly, which means causing horror or intense fear. Grizzly, hope everyone is enjoying their Monday. Back to work we go, back to work we go, or back to work we went. Uh, yeah, I had an early morning shift. So I couldn't get this podcast out this morning. Uh, man, it's been, I'm just sitting here thinking about it. It's been a while since I've been able to come to you guys on a Monday. Usually I'm coming in on a Tuesday after a long weekend uh, of working or having off. But uh, hey, like I said, this is Monday evening. Uh, hey, of course, the birds aren't chirping. The sun isn't shining. The sun has long since gone down. Just has, just has. Oh, wow. Temperature here in North Carolina. Cold, cold, cold. The cold air has finally made its way to us. After experiencing 80 degree temps in November, man, uh, all of this came about or or right at the end of uh, Hurricane Nicole. You know, she was down in Florida. She wrecked havoc. Man, she tore that uh, 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 Orlando, near Orlando, that side of Florida. Man, she just, she's caused millions and millions of dollars worth of damage. Uh, people's homes are, are, are literally gone. You know, after the day after that, uh, after the storm, you saw those pictures like, uh, or videos like uh, I did. I know many of you did. Those homes were just literally hanging on a cliff. Looked like what once upon a time was the shoreline erosion. And of course, you know, those with that uh, climate change, they're chiming in. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Who am I to say? Who am I to say? But anyway, back to these temperatures. Man, uh, today only reached a high of 51, and that may have been a little struggle. But the lows uh, tonight is going to be 36. And further on down the the week, they're going to get down into the lower 30s, maybe even the 20s. Wow. Uh, Cold rain is coming in tomorrow. Just is, just is. Uh, Temperature are expected to reach 49. Wow. What a difference a week makes. Man, we were just having 80-degree temps. Everyone was out in T-shirts and shorts, living it up. Joking it up, uh, some fool somewhere might have even been sunbathing. <laughs> uh, I don't think anyone was sunbathing, but hey, hey, uh, certainly missed those 80 degrees. This, that, well, it was fun while it lasted. That's the end of that. We knew it was a coming. We just did. We just did. All right, let's move along here, man, to some uh, Sunday football. All right. Hey, in an early game that took place yesterday in England, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeated the Seattle Seahawks 21-16. All right. And uh, the Dolphins, the Dolphins of Miami, they defeated the Cleveland Browns 39-17. And the Broncos were defeated by the Tennessee Titans 17-10. And, uh, man, the woes just continue for the – Returning Super Bowl champs, they were defeated yesterday by the Arizona Cardinals 
27 to 17, the LA Rams. Man, what is going on with them? Ah, all right, here it is. On to the next one. On to the next one. Ah, the Chicago Bears versus the Detroit Lions. Uh, the Lions won 31 to 30. Man, the Lions, I ain't saying they're ready, but they 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 beaten well, they beat the uh Green Bay last weekend, and then they come in and, and, and beat the Bears. Uh, many are screaming foul, of course. Uh, ref may have missed a call or two, or maybe one important call he may have missed that quite possibly could have given the Bears the win. Uh, like always, I'm a Bears fan. I am, I am, I am, I am. Uh, they played fairly well. And one thing that came out was somewhat of a, I guess they broke a record, the Chicago Bears. Uh, they are the, the one of the few, if not the first and only team in the NFL to put up 30 or more points in three games and still lost. <laughs> Remember I told you earlier in the year, the, the Detroit Lions were the same way. They were putting points on the boards, but board, but they just couldn't pull the games out. And look what happens here. <laughs> they beat the Chicago Bears. Uh, Justin Fields still looks like he's growing and maturing and, and learning the game a little bit. Uh, he's leading. He may be leading the team in rushing yards. That's that, that's not a good sign for a quarterback. It's good to have in your arsenal. I'm not going to dispute that. I'm not going to deny that. But if you're leading the team in rushing and you're a quarterback, uh, something's off. Something's off. Something's way off. Um, many are saying. Uh, I know one, a uh, few commentators, even maybe even one uh, coach, said that they wanted him to stop running so much. But how about you get him some damn blocking? That's the bottom line. If you want your quarterback to stop scrambling around and, and running all over the place, it's either one of two things: either he doesn't have the blocking, or he doesn't understand the scheme of his wide receivers. I don't think that's it. That kid is running for his life. <laughs> he just is. He's running for his damn life. Looks good. Yeah, he's leading the team in, in rushing. If I'm, I'm, I'm not mistaken, it's not a good sign. That's not. That's not. And uh, wow, now this one was a shocker uh, to many of us that follow the uh, the NFL. Man, the Minnesota Vikings defeated the Buffalo Bills 33-30. to That was a good game. It just was. It was a great game. Uh, man, the Vikings. Uh, I believe last week I said they were the king of the NFC East or they were top of the NFC East. Uh, that's totally my mistake. They aren't the top of the NFC East. They're the top of the NFC North. Uh, that hasn't happened in a while. They have surpassed Green Bay. They have surpassed Chicago. And of course, you know, the Detroit Lions are sitting at the bottom. But man, the Vikings, the head of the NFC North? Can't remember the last time that has happened. I just can't. And they look pretty good. Uh, old Kurt Cousins, he's looking good. He's looking good. I got to say, I got to say. And uh, moving along here, man, uh, the Houston Texans uh, were defeated by the New York Giants. I believe the score was 16 to 24. Giants, of course, in favor. Giants are looking good. Giants are looking good. And last night and Sunday night football, America's game of the week, the America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, made their way to Green Bay, Wisconsin's 
to uh, Lambeau Field, and they were defeated. <laughs> 31 to 28. Cowboys lost 31 to 28. Uh, man, they led that game. They handled the Packers. They were up two touchdowns, and then all of a sudden, oh, Mr. Miracle Worker himself, oh, Aaron Rodgers took over. Of course, over uh, after some Cowboys uh, bad calls and bad plays, they took over. But, man, for a while, it didn't look so good for Green Bay. It just didn't. And it looks like it looked like at one point in time, the Cowboys, Dak Prescott and company were going to handle them. But, my God, Aaron Rodgers, Lord help us. When is this guy going to retire? <laughs> you got to go. You got to go, buddy. You got to go. You ruined my season every year with your miraculous comeback play. Man, yeah, Green Bay, uh, they pulled it out. Uh, the Cowboys, hey, they were up by two touchdowns. Uh, they were doing everything the way, uh, the way it should be. It looked like they had total control of the game. But then all of a sudden, Green Bay just got that mojo going. They got them moving and grooving, and that was that. That was that. So with that being said, I guess uh, I'm going out on that proverbial limb, as I always do, the infamous, and I do mean infamous, cowboy skin and flop is a starting. <laughs> hey, cowboy fans, y'all still dim bellies? <laughs> yeah, you guys, it's starting. We we know this. We we see this every year from the Dallas Cowboys. We just do. We see this every year. They do this. This is just like you can set your your your, your watch. You can set your calendar. Set your uh, set your little planner to it. They're going to start the season off, and they're going to be banging and moving and grooving and firing on all cylinders. And then somewhere in that the in the, between the beginning. In the end, in the middle, they start to fall apart. And it, it's, it's just like a, a, a motion picture and slow-mo, a skid, and then it's a flop, completely flop. And it's a coming. Yeah, it is. It's coming. <laughs> you cowboy fans. <laughs> uh, you cowboy fans. Y'all tickle me. <laughs> you just do. You just do. All right, let's move along here. Man, uh, to give you guys... Uh, the midterms, the midterms happened last week and things didn't go as many had predicted, including myself. That uh, red wave, it didn't take off. It didn't it want a red nothing, to be honest with you. The Democrats, wow. They showed up and showed out. Didn't see this one coming. Uh, like many, hey, I, I, I had said that the Republicans... Uh, many people were fed up with the Democrats and, and their policies and their spending and the economy and the looming inflation and the price of gas, you know, yada, yada, yada. And it looks like they uh, maybe they want a little bit more. Maybe they're holding firm and hoping and, and praying that old President Biden could turn it around in two years because, man, those Democrats, they shook things up in the midterms. Uh, looks like the maybe even quite possibly that the House of Representatives belongs to the Democrats. And in the U.S. Senate, uh, the Dems have uh, 48 seats. They gain one seat. The Republicans have 49 seats and they lost one seat. And, and 51 is needed for the majority. But uh, this past weekend, 
in Nevada and Arizona. You know, those those ballots were late being counted. They had to count them by hand or whatever, or what have you. And it went to the Democrats in both states. And then there's the lonely, lonely, lonely little holdout, Georgia. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Uh, Herschel Walker and, and Warnock, they're going to a runoff December the 6th. Oh, Herschel Walker's still in it. <laughs> oh boy, you should you should just read some of the comments and from tweets and Facebook posts and Instagram posts. Folks from Georgia are saying they're embarrassed that Herschel Walker's still in it. Ah, <laughs> uh, hey, whatever or however you feel about that guy, it's irrelevant at this point because he's still in there. He what if he actually gets it? Is that going to be such a bad thing? Uh, many folks think, seem to think so. And just like with the Democrats, uh, whatever the juice he's serving, folks are drinking it in Georgia. Yeah, there's going to be a runoff, and that's going to decide who gains control of that Senate. It just is. So they're going to have a runoff next month, uh, December the 6th, to be specific. And we're going to see what happens with that. Oh, Herschel's sticking to his guns. He's out on the campaign trail, too. He's letting everybody know, hey, I'm still here. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, some of those <laughs> some of those comments, man. Uh, one comment I read, somebody, they were having a meltdown because they said they were just embarrassed to be from the, the state of Florida, I mean, Georgia, and they wanted him to go somewhere. <laughs> oh, man. Hey. It is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be. Like I said, it appears there are some down there in Georgia that, hey, they like him. They think he's doing, he can do a great job. So, hey, whatever the case may be, it looks like he's uh, he's hanging around. He might get it. Who knows? Who knows? Man, and, and sticking with the state of Georgia, man, um, Abrams, she lost to Governor Kemp again. Now, uh, if you're saying how did that happen, because she ran on the uh, uh, everything that Kemp was for, she was was for. She was totally against. So what they're saying is he quite possibly could have gotten a push from his COVID response. You know, a lot of small businesses because of uh, Kemp, they were allowed to stay open. He didn't go with the national trend of 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 trying to uh, shut things down. I mean, they shut things down for a little while. And then after that, he opened back up. He said, hey, there was no reason to keep these things shut down. Let's get let's get the economy back. Let's let's get this thing moving. So a lot of small business owners, they may have just voted for old Governor Kemp down in Florida. Wow. I mean, down in Georgia. I keep saying Florida. Uh, down in Georgia. Wow. Uh, still no word from uh, uh, Abrams. Well, of course, you know, she conceded. Um you know, like I had reported earlier, they were saying uh, the last time she ran, she lost because she didn't uh, think about or include the black male vote down there. Uh, did that happen again? Who knows that, you know, that, hey, these po- they'll come out with some uh, some numbers and an explanation, I'm sure. I'm sure. Hey, in Florida. Now, this is where, <laughs> oh, man, it's, it's <sighs> um, Florida. Uh, you know, the governor of Florida, uh, DeSantis, DeSantis, he, he won his reelection bid. Uh, he was running up against, I can't remember her name. Uh, I believe she was one of the first black female chiefs of police in Orlando, Florida. 
Uh, that's you know how she she came about into politics, if you will. But she ran against uh, uh, Governor DeSantis and and uh, in a hard fought hard fought campaign. And and I'm sad to say she came up on the short end of the stick. But that's not the big thing coming out of this race. It's just not. Uh, now, uh, DeSantis, of course, has been a vocal opponent of President uh, Biden. So uh, with that and, and his constant, uh, his strong conservative values, and it looks like he's getting a push within the Republican Party, they're saying, hey, why not run for president in 2024? Now, of course, you know, he, he's, you know, that was one of the things that came out during this campaign because they were saying, you know, hey, if you're such a great uh, conservative and, and those in your party want you to run for uh, president, why are you running for governor? Now, he's came out and, he, of course, you know, even during the campaign and now he's saying, no, no, I'm not thinking about that or I could be. I don't know. But right now I'm focusing on the state of Florida as their governor. The people have spoken and they elected me governor. But there's another twist. In addition to that push, and this push may be coming, it's coming from those within the Republican Party, but this push is a result of, uh, many are saying, former President Donald Trump. They, some in the Republican Party, some, some higher ups, have flat out told former President Trump, hey, step back, step aside. You, you, you're not a good look for us in, in this Republican Party because uh, another thing that came out during these midterms, just about, if not all, everyone that President Trump endorsed, they lost. Uh-oh. So it looks like, quietly, uh, Florida Governor DeSantis might be running for president in 2024. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, those uh, powers that be within the Republican Party, they have told President Trump, no, thank you. Looks like they're trying to push him aside. But President Trump has fired back and he says, hey, uh, as soon as tomorrow, Tuesday, he's going to announce whether he will run for president and who will be his running mate also. Wow. <laughs> ah, you can't get mad at him. You can't get mad at him, man. That's Trump. That is Trump. That is Trump. And uh, uh, also uh, tonight, hey, look, tonight, uh, former v Vice President Mike Pence will have a sit-down tell-all interview that is airing on ABC with David Muir, where he's going to be talking about the January 6th insurrection. Uh-oh, some things are going to come out. I think we're going to hear a little tale or two. <laughs> yeah. uh, we will see. We will see. We will see. All right, let's go get it. Uh, we're going to keep it here in North Carolina, man. And a, a, a bit of an odd, but not odd, it's sad, but uh, it's funny. It's funny to me. Uh, a murder for hire plot was thwarted here in uh, Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, to be specific. You hear me right? A murder for hire plot. Uh, it appears the owner of a wholesale food company, uh, he hired a would-be hitman, hitman to uh, take out his former worker and or partner. Still not clear if he was working or if he was a partner with him. Uh, he wanted to take the guy out and he was willing to pay this hitman $15,000 because he believed 
that his former worker slash partner slash 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 whatever has stole $75,000 from him. Mm, 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 mm. So in October of this year, he approached the would-be hitman with uh, the plot to kill his former business partner. He said he wanted it done in a motel parking lot because uh, his former business partner would be there fixing or working on his car, and it looked like it would be a great place to stage uh, or it would come out as a robbery. Hmm, okay. So uh, the informer, this informer who, uh, that's kind of shaky and iffy because I don't know if he, he they're, they're calling him an informer for the FBI, but this guy has admitted, uh, after, of course, you know, he went to authorities, he told them of the plot, and he also admitted to, this is where I say, I don't know what the world this is about. He admitted to also that he had committed other crimes for this business owner, the gentleman that hired him to do the hit. Huh. So, uh, okay, you were his go-to when he needed some dastardly deeds. And I guess uh, maybe he escalated the his his crimes or his uh, opportunities for employment with the, the owner of the business. And I guess murder was too much for him. Uh, maybe he had an attack of the moralities <laughs> because he went to the authorities. He told him of the plot. He gave it to him line by line, step by step. And, and somehow, some way, the FBI and local uh, law enforcement, they got involved. So the FBI goes to the, the gentleman that the, the would-be victim, goes to the would-be victim, tells them what's going on. They immediately take him into custody and put him in safe place hiding. And, uh, man, <laughs> uh, uh, Rocky Mount Police Department or Sheriff's Department, whoever it was, the, at that motel parking lot, they staged the crime scene, made it look convincing that a crime had occurred, maybe the that the hit had taken place. So the would-be hit man went, goes back into to the uh, to the business owner and tells him, hey, I did the deed. It's done. It's a wrap. And the business owner gives him $1,000 and tells him the additional money will be readily at his disposal once he finds and sees the body. Wow. <laughs> He's in custody now. Uh, he's in federal custody, I should say. And he has been charged with uh, this murder for hire plot. Wow. So uh, let me get this straight. <laughs> uh, this is kind of, uh, it's sad, but it's funny. <laughs> it is funny. Uh, let's work backwards here. Okay, so the police uh, and the FBI get together and they staged the little uh, 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 murder scene in the motel parking lot. Uh, I guess uh, the the hitman met up with the 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 business owner, and and I, I don't know if they went to the parking lot or or whatever or what have you. He saw what was the crime scene. He said, "Hey, I give you a thousand now. I give you the additional fourteen thousand when I see the body." Oh boy, see that's why I can't do dastardly deeds like this. This this hitman or, or you know the drug game anything. I, I've never been one for that. Because in the event, well, I, I don't have the balls for this, obviously. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm an old softy. But uh, I would think if you hire me to uh, kill someone and and I do it or I come to you and, and tell you I did it, 
uh, whether you see the body or not, I want my damn money and I want my money right now. That would have been a conflict <laughs> between him and myself. But hey, uh, uh, he was working for the feds. So I, had, I guess he had to keep cool. I guess he had to take the cold foul. <laughs> uh, so you, you get the foul and, and, and you guys, he tells you, hey, you get the additional money when I when I see the body. And, and just that's just odd in itself for me. Just is I, I, I may, maybe I don't know how these things work. Maybe that's how they work. I don't know. But and then uh, moving back on, moving back on through, uh, like I said earlier about this hitman that admitted he had done some more jobs, uh, not necessarily hits, but some more criminal uh, endeavors for the business owner. Uh, what made you go to the authorities this time? Did you get an attack of moralities? You drew the line. You, you, you have some standards. Murder was the, the final straw. <laughs> that was the line you weren't going to cross over. Murder uh, for fifteen thousand. And 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 if this guy, uh, question for the business owner, if this guy stole seventy five thousand dollars from me, why are you only paying fifteen thousand dollars? <laughs> I haven't taken taken out. I, I don't understand that. Like I said, there's a lot of things I don't understand about the. Uh, criminal enterprise um i guess i'm slow of sort i guess you could say that uh, if 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 it means that i am slow then damn it i'll be slow because <laughs> there ain't no way in the world i suspect that you take you have taken seventy five thousand dollars from me and, and i'm going to go to somebody and pay him fifteen thousand dollars and then you only give the guy a thousand after he says he's done the done done the the deed and, and fourteen thousand upon you seeing the body yeah that's too much for me that's why I never got involved in crimes. I never, I never did. I, I never did. I never did. Yeah, back to this would-be hitman. Uh, your moral fiber kicked in or something? <laughs> you had already done some more uh, criminal uh, endeavors, I guess. Well, wait, maybe. Hey, even criminals have uh, standards. Even they have lines that they won't cross. Uh, very reminiscent of Scarface, by the way. No women and kids. <laughs> <laughs> maybe murder was the straw that broke the camel's back for. Maybe he said enough is enough. I'm not doing it. Okay, I guess if that works for you, that works for you. Uh, but yeah, that, I just found that story. Um, I said, I, I, like I said, it was sad, <laughs> but it was quite humorous also. It just was, it just was. Uh, just a little something to start your Monday off, if I can say that. <laughs> just something to think about. Uh, don't go pissing folks off. And I, I, I guess... Uh, Fifteen thousand is the going rate for a murder for hire here in North Carolina. <laughs> I guess whatever floats your boat, it floats your boat, man. Uh, God, hey, I, I'm going to be tuning in. I certainly got to watch this uh, Mike Pence interview tonight. I've got to watch that. Uh, waiting to hear what he has to say. I, I just am because. Uh, Hey, just I don't know if many of you guys remember, but when those uh, 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 would be unhappy citizens, when they stormed that Capitol, they came in there screaming, hang Mike Pence, hang Mike Pence. They weren't just there looking for Nancy Pelosi. They wanted Mike Pence also. Many are saying that's because of uh, then President Trump uh, putting pressure on Pence to uh, not certify that electoral electoral college votes for the uh, final Push for the presidency. 
Apparently somebody was drinking the Kool-Aid that President Trump was, was serving because they came in there looking for him and they were screaming and chatting, hang him, hang him, and went so far, if I'm not mistaken, if I remember correctly, they were talking about burning him and Nancy Pelosi. Good Lord, sweet baby Jesus. Yeah, I'm going to be watching that tonight. I, I just am. And I'm also going to be watching tomorrow to see if uh, former President Trump is going to run for the, the White House again and announce his running mate. Uh, like I said, uh, many in the Republican Party, they are saying they want Governor DeSantis from Florida. They don't want President Trump back. He's a bad look. And everyone that he endorsed in that midterm, they lost. Wow. Well, I'm going to get out of here and skedaddle. I'm going to take me a little rest. I've uh, been working all day. I'm just going to rest and relax the rest of the evening. Uh, get myself and my thoughts together. Just him, just him. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this evening. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. I won't bite. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio, Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, wherever you are streaming, hit that like and subscribe button so you can get notified when I drop these podcasts. Keep you in the loop. My name is Stephen Carnegie. Thank you for listening. This is Just a Thought. Amen.